Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. So while we've all been cooped up at home, staying safe and staying healthy... The Inside the Studio team has put together a home edition of the show, bringing you into the bedrooms and living rooms of your favorite artists in order to find out how they're coping with lockdown and how it's impacting the way they make music. And if anyone is qualified to talk about that, it's Trevor Daniel, who first started recording in a closet in his bedroom when he was 14 years old. Trevor broke through earlier this year with Falling, and he's just released a remix of Past Life featuring Selena Gomez. Our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog, talked with Trevor about how he's living and making music during these pandemic times. And if you enjoy this episode, which I know you will, be sure to check out the iHeartRadio podcast that Jordan hosts, Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, which is available wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. Today, I'm joined by a self-taught singer, songwriter, and producer from the great state of Texas. He started releasing music on SoundCloud in 2015, but you probably know him for his hit, Falling, which tackles the high highs and low lows of toxic, crazy love. Since first blowing up on TikTok, the song has been streamed over a billion times across the globe and cracked the Billboard Top 20. 
Fallen can be found on Trevor's debut LP, Nicotine, which dives further into the theme of relationships you just can't quit, no matter how hard you try. My guest once said, 95% of my songs are breakup songs. Today we're going to find out why, and if he needs a hug. <laughs> I'm thrilled to welcome the very suave Trevor Daniel. Trevor, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Oh, man. So many things to ask you. But I guess first and foremost, how you doing? I know the last few months have been tough on all of us. What's been keeping you feeling good and grounded? Um, Just my friends and everything. They've been here with me pretty much for the, the whole time. Just like, you know, it's pretty much it. I mean, I've been making music and stuff when I, when I can. It's kind of hard to um, make music whenever I'm not really doing anything. It's weird because usually I'll just like, be at home working on music all the time anyway but as soon as it's kind of mandated I don't like it's like my mind like doesn't want to do it so like I, I still want to make music but it's like my mind shuts off and it's like no like go do something else right now and like uh get some inspiration so Oh, man, I was going to say, it's so hard to focus in times like this. But then again, every profile I read of you always calls you like bedroom artist, making music from his bedroom to the world. So I guess like the way that you've been making music probably hasn't changed that much, but just the feeling has got to be different. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really, man. Just <laughs> just in this little, I turned this little closet into a studio. It's a It's kind of a big closet. So it's this one. This one's cool. The one at home in Houston is kind of tiny. Uh, but it, it still works too. So, do you think you're like more of a homebody? Do you get your inspiration to write by like going out or looking inward more? I think a little bit of both. Um, it like quarantine has kind of caused me to look inward like a little more than I wanted to. <laughs> but uh, um, it's cool though. Uh, I like going out to get inspiration and people watching and just like um, just like seeing how people interact with each other and just like different reactions to things and, and maybe how they would react to something that I would react differently to. Uh, and, but when I'm working, I tend to like to be by myself at first, at least through like the, the first phase of the song. Sometimes it'll be completed at home, but sometimes like I like to, like it used to not be like this, but I'll go finalize it like at a bigger studio. Um, it's pretty much just, like this one studio, the one that I recorded Falling at, that, I, that I'll go and like do final versions of at a bigger studio. But sometimes like the, the at-home cuts make it, a lot of times they do, just because like the emotion or whatever at first is there. And it's hard to recapture that, but yeah. What are you working on now that you're really proud of? Um, I'm working on a deluxe right now for Nicotine. Um, I figured like we have 10 songs out and um, ideally like Corona wouldn't have happened. Um, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. And so I still wanted to put out the album for the fans and everything, but then I got the idea to do the deluxe. Originally it was going to be like a normal deluxe. There's going to be like three or four songs. Uh, but the original version, like the first half was just 10 songs. So I wanted to basically, in my mind, it was whenever quarantine ended, I was going to release another 10 songs to basically make it feel like they just got a whole new album, but it's still a part of the same Double thing. album. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to release 10 more songs, um, which shouldn't be too hard. I made like 80 for the, for the original version. 80? Yeah. That I picked from. Wow. It was hard to narrow down. How do you go about narrowing down from 80 songs? Is there like a, a through line you're looking for in your album? Like, what are you looking for to make your album sound cohesive? 
Well, the first half especially, I wanted to be very like cohesive and in a storyline. Um, and if you listen to it, a lot of it's like it'll be a really happy song, like oh, like, and this is exactly how like my headspace was like in my last relationship that I was talking about in this album. It, it's like really, really good. It'll be like oh, like I'll love you through the highs and through the lows. Like I'm down for whatever, and then the like realization of. Like, okay, well, I'm not really being treated that well. So it's like very back and forth. Like, it's a happy song, sad song, happy song, sad song, because that's how it felt. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's like very, it's not very cohesive because it's very up and down. But to me, that's exactly how it was. So I wanted them to kind that's, of feel, that's love. Yeah. So that's how I wanted to, to like structure the album. I've been trying to figure out, listening to Falling, I've been trying to figure out if it's, a happy, sad song or a sad, happy song? Do you have any insight? Can you help me out on that at all? Yeah, um, it, to me, it's a happy song. Like I wrote this song about this high school relationship I had. So I was with this girl and then we broke up and I'm like, oh, dude, like whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. Literally two weeks later, bro, I met this girl in driving school. And like uh, we were taking our permit test or whatever. And then... Yeah, we dated for like seven years. <laughs> yeah, seven years. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, it was pretty. It was it was a pretty good one. But um, things changed a little bit. Like things started taking off, and like time. I didn't really have any time, and that started like being a strain and everything. But her and I are so cool. Um, she wasn't toxic at all. She was really, she was really like dope. So we're so cool and everything. I just like things are really busy right now, and uh. You know, so her and I, like, broke it off for a little while, but um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, so I mean, it's a happy song, but... Do I'm detecting a hint of a reunion there? I don't know, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, we still talk, oh, we're man. still cool. She just lives in Houston and I'm in LA, so it's like, uh, it's hard to see her, especially during this quarantine thing. Like, um, Yeah. Yeah, so... What does she think of the song? Well, she was there when I recorded it, so... Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, was that how was that for you? How was that for her? How was that for both of you? I mean, I guess it wasn't that weird to be honest with you because um cuz like originally following was like a poem. Like if you listen to the chorus, none of the words rhyme at all. Like there's not a single rhyming word in the chorus. It's just the melody kind of makes it feel like it like rhymes and comes back and you know, um finishes out well. But at that point she had been with me for quite a while and had you know I'd written a lot of songs and stuff at that point like used I was used to her being in the room and stuff while I was recording and like so I wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal but I mean she loved it I guess it seems sad it is a minor key so it seems like a little more sad but um it's it's not to me but I mean it can be interpreted however speaking of interpretations what was it like to know that the song just blew up on TikTok? Like, and knowing that, you know, millions of these people are just putting their own twists on the song that's, you know, very personal for you. That's cool to me, man. Like, honestly, like, like regardless of how they feel about it, I'm going to feel how I feel about it. And they're going to feel how they feel about it. Like, I'm glad that they get something out of it at the end of the day. People interpreting songs and everything, it's really cool because... Sometimes it doesn't even have to do with the words necessarily. Maybe it's just like the sound of it 
creates like a certain sense of euphoria or something for a certain time and moment, whether it's happy or sad. Sometimes it's not the word. Sometimes it's just the feeling of it or or vice versa. Because like falling has kind of like a more mellow, like sadder kind of tone, it feels like. But the words are happy. Really, it's just like the back and forth. The beat and then the vocals are like kind of polar opposite as far as like what what they like sound like. The beat's really sad and the vocals or the, the lyrics at least are happy. And that's kind of how I've felt in that situation because I had just broken up like with the the last girl and I felt like I wouldn't really do that again. And I was really um, adamant on that. And then that the happy part is where like I met the new girl. And like, so I was in this headspace of kind of bummed out, but like in the meantime, it was like cutting through because like I met her. So that's like why it sounds so backwards almost. Yeah, yeah I mean, and the one relationship in the beginning of another. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The title of your album, Nicotine, is very evocative. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it's like some people... I figured would think I was like promoting cigarettes or something, but (laughs) it's not like that. It was just like, I know um, nicotine is like something that a lot of people, especially my age group, a lot of people are like vaping and stuff and and like really don't really think about it. (laughs) I'm not trying to like advocate or like really be that that guy or anything, but you don't really realize it um, because you don't really realize like the damage it's doing to you in the moment just because it's like fun and it feels good. It like doesn't really feel like it's messing you up, but ultimately it's pretty toxic. And that's kind of like the comparison or the metaphor that I was making. There was a great quote. I said it at the, at the top of the episode that you said about now 95% of your songs are breakup songs. Do you consider yourself a romantic? I honestly, dude, um, I, I feel like I'm a, like a good boyfriend. I got am, but I do. My biggest problem so far that I've like, um, this goes back to being in quarantine and like realizing things <laughs> about myself that I don't think I'm a romantic. Like, I could write songs about stuff because I'm thinking about it. It's really bad because I'll think about it in the moment, but like, I'll think I say something because I'm thinking it. Like, a lot of times I'll read a text and I'll like think of a response and then not respond. Because I thought I responded. Oh yeah. And um oh, we've all been there. Yeah, that's like that's like the biggest thing that I'm noticing, especially the seven year relationship. Um, like I'll lock in the studio and I'll write about this stuff all the time and I'll try to really bring it to life because I'm thinking it and I wanna do it. And like things will happen, whatever, but like the super romantic parts is mostly like just what I'm thinking, but I I guess I have a hard time like saying it outside of song, if that makes sense. So No, totally. Sometimes sometimes like I'll I'll be in in like a zone or something and I'll be like, yo, like I'm killing it. Like like she she's like super stoked and happy or whatever right now and like I'm I'm like saying the right stuff. But like sometimes I just like accidentally say things. I just like dig myself a hole or whatever and like <laughs> Like, I don't mean it like that, but it just comes a- across a certain way. And then. And you try to make it better, and it just makes it so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know you're a big Kanye fan. Can I go out on a limb and guess that your favorite Kanye album's 808s? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, man. That, I hear that in your music, too. Yeah, dude. That, that album is probably one of the most inspirational albums to me, like sonically. It came out when I was in seventh grade. Dude, I just listened to it over and over and over and over. I swear, I still listen to the album. And what's crazy to me, remember when I was talking about like how sometimes it's not really the lyrics, and it's the overall feel or like the euphoria the song gives you. Um, because there's just like multiple elements of like what can invoke emotion in somebody. Like when I hear, this sounds really crazy, but like when I hear 808s and Heartbreak, it reminds me of Christmas time. Whoa. Yeah, because like I was listening to it a lot when it was cold. And I remember like going to the movies with my friends. We were always jamming like Kid Cudi and Kanye. 
that's just like what it reminds me of. This is probably a really weird comparison, but do you ever listen to the Beach Boys much? Because they kind of do a similar thing where they have happy, happy, happy songs that sound happy, but then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh my God, this is about like getting older. And Yeah, I love the Beach Boys. Have you seen the movie? Um, it's it's about like Brian Wilson and like how... Uh, oh, Paul, the Paul Dano one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot because like I could kind of relate to it and I kind of like would understand like why he would like feel a certain wave and like they did a really good job at like portraying those things um so yeah it's a really good movie for you today like does having a hit song make it easier to write and create because you feel more successful you feel more confident or does it almost get in your head a bit and make it harder because you feel like you're trying to meet these expectations and all this other stuff i guess it's like a little bit of both but it's easier to meet the expectations, I think, because like I have a lot more resources now than I did. Mm. I'm not really worried about it. It doesn't really bother me too much. Like I'm glad that falling blew up and like helped elevate my career to this point. But um, I don't really have that much pressure. I think sometimes, sometimes it'll get to my head, but like ultimately the overall feeling, it's not that bad. Um, but sometimes I'll, I will get in my head. I'll just be overly critical about certain things, I guess. Because I want, I want to keep getting better. Um, when you listen from the Homesick EP, a lot of it, like I would do like one take or a lot of those things were accidents, like the things that came out of it. And that EP was a lot of like just kind of discovering like how to get better at like certain things and like embracing imperfections and everything. Then Restless was kind of like really trying to push myself melodically in like different styles and stuff. And then nicotine, I really just wanted to take everything I'd learned and just put it. So like, I hope like I'm getting better to the listener, but um, it's kind of like a game in my own head, just like trying to like balance out like a, the overall mood. Not, I'm not like bummy or like pissed off or anything ever. I'm, like sometimes I get pissed off, but like, um, but it's just trying to like balance out like, I want to consistently feel like this album is where it needs to be when I release it. Like, and that's a hard thing to do because like you can always go in and tweak things. But at the same time, like I learned while making Homesick, it's like easy to overthink and stuff like that. So that's the biggest thing is just like trying not to let myself be like, okay, well, you have a, a hit. Now you have to have another one right now, you know, and ultimately just like go make good music and <laughs> like what happens will happen because following wasn't like I wanted obviously like everybody like wants their song to to be successful and everything but I didn't know that it was going to happen the way that it did or when it did because it was like a year later like I don't even know about TikTok so it's like things will happen the way that they're going to happen. Does the slow build almost help you in a way because it kind of like pressurized you to that I suppose? Yeah it was cool because like I was exposed to like a lot of stuff like in doses versus just all at once. I still felt like I got a lot all at once, um, like whenever this happened. But I I was like ready enough because Falling had like a, a semi rise and it was like doing well. But it was like enough to where I was like I would start seeing people react to me a little different sometimes. And that I think would be the biggest part because like I feel like a lot of people get like in their heads about themselves and like get cocky or whatever. But like, 
we can't be what we are as like artists or whatever. Like we can't grow if it's not for the fans. So it's not even us. I don't know why people get like that. Like, but I feel like it's also lucky for me that I was like exposed to it a little bit at a time, you know? Like none of the asks from the label was like very like super surprising. There's like some things that were new, but what do you do when you're when you're sitting down, you have something you want to say in a song, you sit down to write it and it's just it's just not happening no matter what you try. Especially now that you're in quarantine too. Like how do you reset? Do you go for a walk? Do you do some yoga? What do you do? Well, usually I just like go like to the beach or the mall or like go do something and go out to eat with my friends or just go go hang out and do stuff, you know? Um and like get out of the house. Um or I'll like switch studios. Like I'll go to like my friend's studio and like make something with them or I'll like collaborate with somebody just like to get fresh ears on it. And sometimes it's cool cuz like if I go in with like a another artist or or like writer to like write something for somebody else like and like we can collaborate on that, I don't have to hold myself back to like certain things that like I don't want to say just because they they get to say it and they're okay with saying certain things like that. And like I'm getting to the point where it doesn't like I don't really like limit myself anymore because I was noticing that was causing like some writer's block sometimes. Ultimately, I'll just try to like go write with somebody else for something that doesn't really have to do with my my music. That helps a lot because it reminds me you're just like overthinking like or or just like you just need a break. Is that tougher during quarantine? What's the toughest thing about quarantine been for you, I guess? Just like being at the house all the time and like not being able to go do stuff. And then also like I was supposed to go on tour. I really wanted to go on tour. So like, um, and I've only been out of the country one time and that was in January to Berlin. And then I went to London and Paris um, for like a, a press run. And that was really cool. So I got like pretty excited to, to go on tour. Um, but then the Corona thing happened. So at first that was kind of a, I was really bummed out about it. And I'm I'm like bummed out about it still. It sucks. But like, what is it? 30% of the country lost their jobs. Like there's, it's like a crazy amount. So I'm overall, I'm like really blessed to like be able to still have the option to come in here and record. And like, I like have to remind myself of that because yeah, I was bummed out about tour because there was a lot of places on the the list that I've never seen and like a lot of fans that I wanted to just jam out with and have shows and you know, but it's cool. It is what it is. Like the, there's always next year, so you know maybe there's another few in the vault that blow up and then we can afford more lights or, or something like that. And so yeah, it's a very zen way to think of it. It's a very, it's the most positive reaction I've heard to this. <laughs> yeah, if you caught me like three months ago, it probably wouldn't have been the same, but I've had a lot of time to think about that one. But like as far as like how to how to like feel about it, at first I was really just like, dude, like what? This sucks. But we at least got to do like a couple shows. We did the New York show and the LA show. Oh, the Roxy, right? Yeah, and those both oh. sold out. So like those were those were cool because um like I got to see like what it would be. And like how I can improve. I mean, they both sold out and it was it was like fun. We got to experience that and we got to know that we could do it.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Has there been a silver lining of quarantine for you? Have you learned a new skill, did a new hobby or... Something like that. I saw you cut your hair. How'd that go? Is that a new hobby? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I've been doing weird stuff to my hair. Like, um, so usually I just like bleach it blonde, but um, I, I dyed it teal, which for whatever reason is like the hardest color to come out. And there was um, a video that I was supposed to shoot and I shot half of it correctly and the other half I didn't. So I had to go, like, get my hair stripped, like, the blue stripped out of my hair. um, And that was, like, fairly expensive (laughs) because blue is really hard to do. And then, like, they had to come to the house because, like, none of the shops were open. So um, that was, like, kind of expensive. But I'll know next time to not do my hair blue before the video is finished. So, yeah. (laughs) I thought I read—did I read this right? Are you working on a book? Are you writing a book? Yeah, I am. It's like a poetry book. Cool. It's like a mix of poetry and a mix of like some pages literally have like one sentence on them. Um, and it's just like things that I'll think of um, that I'll usually write in my notes. But I started thinking about like, well, I want to see how my mind like reacts to being locked in my house for months. And like and uh, 
So it's like some things are like really depressing, <laughs> but I mean, I like I don't overall feel like that like all the time, but like sometimes like quarantine really just brought me in this weird, sad headspace, and I wrote a wrote about it in this book, and like it's not like a whole lot, but I'll go weeks without writing anything, and then I'll like have a day where I write like ten pages, um, but like like I said, like some pages have like one sentence, some pa- pages have like a like a journal log on it. That is so cool. I mean, you, I was thinking about, I mean, it must be crazy gearing up to release your first major label debut anyway, not to mention having it come out a week after a worldwide global shutdown. You've had one of the craziest years of anyone I could think of. What's been a highlight for you of, of the past year? When we did the New York show and the, the LA show, those were, that was just really fun nights. Like I, I think about those days every single day. Like, and then one of my best friends is my drummer. So he's like always hanging out and, um, he literally hasn't missed a day of practicing since like <laughs> quarantine started. So, um, that's a high bar for quarantine productivity right there. I, I know. Like he'll like leave my house and then he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to the rehearsal uh, area. And then I was just like practice all the new songs and everything. Oh man. I, I saw that you were on all that not too long ago as a, as a millennial, oh. I'm like legally obligated to ask you about how that was. That sounds so cool. Yeah, dude, it was so fun, man. Like, um, I got this Nick pillow and then, uh, yeah, I got hold- they gave me like a whole bunch of stuff, like a coffee mug and like a, a really cool all that jacket. Like it's a bomber. Whoa. And then on the back, it has the all that logo. And then um, like on the inside, it has my name in it. It was super cool, man. I was excited. And then performing on it was just crazy because uh, like there were people there that I remember like doing things at Nickelodeon and like little commercials and stuff. And it wasn't that the actors... Um, on the show as much as it was like some of the adults and things that I would see around that uh, like were were kind of instructing things. But dude, the studios were sick, bro. Like they had all the props and stuff. They had like a bunch of the Amanda show props still. And like, yeah, it was so cool, dude. It was really cool. Oh man, that's awesome. Like what a crazy year. I What's next for you? What's like the next step on your musical life after you get the the deluxe edition of uh, of Nicotine out there? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put the, the deluxe out. I don't really have a date. I, I have like a turn-in date in my head, which would be the end of this month. Like I want to turn it in and then like we'll figure out just like how we're going to release it and everything. We have a single lined up to come out. Other than that, I'm just kind of going with the flow just because like I realized if I start like okay, cool, I'll be able to do shows again in the fall. I thought so, but I don't think I will. Um, and that that's just like, like in my mind, if I have like multiple letdowns, like way too many times, not like letdowns, but like if I just like hype myself up in my head, like I'll get really into it and I'll just like, that's what I'll plan um, for. Like this whole year I planned for tour, you know what yeah. I mean? I just like don't want to do that again because that was like a a really bad headspace. Like I just like slept for like three weeks, <laughs> but like, and I never sleep, so that's that's different. Uh, I started a, a garden, or oh, I got like a bunch of garden tools that I I haven't started it yet, but I, I got a bunch of garden tools. I'm like trying to 
um, figure out how to do this back patio area that I have as a garden so I could just like sit out there and like because one of my neighbors down the street I'll, I'll walk and they have they have like a waterfall like a little it's like a really like feels like you would go there to meditate and stuff and like I don't really meditate but like I want to like I want to like be at peace in my head but um I figure that's like the first step just like have a little garden area and just like have plants and stuff that I could just chill around and just like I feel like that tends to make me feel good so if I if I can get out there and do it like I have the tools now so I went to Home Depot when they opened up and like I felt like a dad and I tweeted I was like I'm becoming a dad this year um, because like I accidentally sent that to one of my friends and she freaked out and I didn't realize I was like writing it the way that I wrote it. <laughs> I thought you were literally becoming a dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, and like I uh, posted on Twitter, and and all my friends believed it for like a week, and I just wanted to see how long it would go. And then uh, I had a couple of my friends in on it. Like some people from my label was like, like asking my managers. And so it was funny, but... Well, you got a Zen garden coming. That is awesome. Uh, I know you've been dying to collaborate with Dua Lipa. Is there any movement on that yet? No, not yet, man. But um, Ah. uh, it's cool. Like uh, one day, one day it'll happen. That's like the move. So as long as like we we keep gassing it up and like and all the radio interviews and everything, maybe she'll hear about it. So. I was going to say, I feel like every, we, we've all got your back for this. We're all going to put that out there. Dua Lipa, if you're listening, please yeah. call Trevor. It's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> please, please do. That would be really fun. But yeah, she's just got a great voice because like, she can just, her range is insane. So, Well, my, my last question, how I close all these, I got to ask, if you could snap your fingers and have the pandemic be over right now instantly, what would, what would be the first thing that you do? What kind of trips would you take people to hug? What would you do? First thing I would do, I'd probably try to see how we could reschedule tour, like over a dinner. I'd probably get like all my managers and everything. We'd go out to eat, and then what kind of food? Ooh. Oh, look! There's this place called Texas Day Brazil, and it's like a fogo de chao kind of situation. Oh, oh dude, yes. it's a Bra- Brazilian steakhouse. I love that man. Um, like I went there the other day in Vegas, actually. <laughs> So, so I did get out of the house, but finally, but I was wearing a mask. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Daniel, thank you so much for your time, your music. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. Thank you, man. I'm glad, I'm glad I was a part of this. I'm glad you guys invited me. So thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio Home Edition a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio and other shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.